all the news you need to know. Welcome to the Beautiful Butterfly Show, where great people and great topics are brought together for stimulating and thought-provoking conversation brought to you by the Vibration Radio Network. To the beautiful butterfly show. I'm your host, Bianca Fly. Want to say happy Tuesday to everyone out there. Hope you had a great weekend. Hope your week is kicking off on a good note so far, so far. You guys, I'm excited. We got a special guest and family in the building this evening, you guys. We got our very own host of Conversations with Trent, uh, Trent Williams, you guys, on today. And we're going to be talking about the journey to progression, meaning how do we get to where we are now? So Trent's going to come on. He's going to talk about um, his journey uh, a little bit through his life, share his personal stories with us, and uh, we're also going to talk about the building of an empire, your radio network. And so we're going to be talking about that, you guys, uh, the vision for it as well. And I uh, hear Anthony Collins is going to be stopping by as well. So I'm excited about that. And uh, what we're going to do is we're going to play a little music, and then we're going to bring in our guest of the hour uh, so you guys can definitely hear all the great things that he has to say uh, tonight as well. So we'll be right back, you guys, right here on the Beautiful Butterfly Show. Coming up next, Trent Williams, you guys, The Journey to Progression. Yes, it's finally here. It's official. Sign with Universal. Miss Renetta Mays with You Got Me Open. Live from Flame Studios, Vibration Radio, Taylor Kennedy Media, and of course, YourRadioNetwork.com. Buy that. Cop that. Hell, I don't care if you burn that, but just support that. Miss Renetta Mays, You Got Me Open. Welcome back, everyone, to the Beautiful Butterfly Show. I'm your host, Bianca Fly. Tonight, you guys, we got Trent Williams in the building, you guys, and Anthony Collins is going to be joining us as well. I'm excited, you guys. We're going to talk about the journey to progression. You're going to find out how people 
in different states came together to what I like to call an empire in the making. Uh, that's your radio network, you guys. And always, you can download our app, official. <laughs> Go to your Google Play, download that app on your iPhone, Android, uh, YRN 1328, download it on your phone so you can listen to us 24-7. Uh, not just a beautiful butterfly show, but all the awesome shows that we have up here on the network to provide with you guys as well as some amazing music. And you can just listen and jam all day. Make sure you guys check that out. And if you got a question or a comment or you just want to show Trent or Anthony some love, feel free to call in at number 347-326-9139, and uh, we'll put you right on in so you can join uh, this conversation. So we're going to bring our guest on here. Trent, you there? What's going on? What's going on? Doing great, doing great. How are you doing? Good stuff, good stuff. Everything's good, everything's good. Can't call my ball. <laughs> that is what's <laughs> up. Of course, uh, for the folks, uh, this is like yeah, your second time as my guest over here on the show. So for, for those who may not be familiar with who you are, tell them a little bit about who, who Trent Williams is. Well, Trent, uh, first of all, Trent's a father, a son, a brother, uh, a friend to uh, – a hand, you know, a handful, and uh, author, life coach, uh, and motivational speaker. Awesome, awesome, awesome. And, of course, tonight we're talking about the journey to progression. And so um, a lot of people know you from your show as well, Conversations with Trent. Um, talk to us a little bit about how did that start up? What made you decide, you know what, I want to create a platform, I want to talk about some real topics, um, and I want folks to hear what made what what did the idea for the show come from? Um, the idea for the show came from actually uh, my life. Um I was going through tragedy after tragedy, uh problem mm-hmm. after problem, uh trying to figure this thing out where we call life. Uh, right. and on one one day my father um was ill, he was sick and had to be hospitalized and I came in from Houston to uh, sit with him and visit with him for a while. And eight days later, he died in my arms. So that got me to thinking wow. and, and changing some perspectives up and um, went back to Houston. I used to work for Halliburton at the time. Went back mm-hmm. to Houston after uh, after his passing and uh, decided I didn't want to do that anymore. I had a complete yeah. life change and uh, started a publishing company and started writing about my life and everything that I had gone through in my life since the age of four. And, you know, that, that birthed uh, Taylor Kennedy Media, and then it turned into the conversation series, and here we are. Awesome, awesome, awesome. And so um, for you, what was your um, your overall vision? Like, did you have any idea that once you created the platform that people would gravitate towards it um, like they do? Because I, I see you have a, a large number of people who – you know, all those, all those dedicated followers and listeners um, of your show for a long time. So did you feel that it would have that type of impact on people? Actually, no, I didn't. Actually, um, I started the platform to actually uh, promote uh, my books. No one would actually give me, uh, you know, insight on how to, you know, publish books and do all that stuff. So I did that stuff on my own uh, along with some help from a few other folks, and I decided to actually create the platform to run commercials in my books. And I had no idea that was actually going to turn into what it is now. But 
you know, hey, go figure. Folks uh, yeah. started following and started enjoying the conversation and then started going around the country. And a couple of years, maybe three years after that, Anthony started going with me and brought along a couple of other folks. So, you know, I had no idea what was going to happen, but, you know, thank God it did. Absolutely, absolutely. And and I wanted to talk to you about um, something that I, I found very interesting. I heard you mention um, it before about you trying to put your book out there. And so um, because we have a lot of authors who listen to the show, um, talk about that a little mm-hmm. bit. You talk about how you were out here trying to get your book out, but people weren't really, you know, trying to help you figure things out, which I know had to be frustrating because you're kind of wondering, okay, like, you guys got the inside scoop. Why can't you tell me? Um, tell everybody a little bit about how you had to work that to get your books to where you wanted them to be. Well, I got I got a, I got an offer from a, a publisher. Uh, I forget the, the place where it was coming out of, but it wasn't in it wasn't in the south. It was somewhere north. Uh, got an offer from a publisher, and uh, my partner, who I own a studio with, uh, I helped him publish his wife's book years before. You know, we just, you know, we put the money up to do that and pushed it out there. And I told them about the deal that, that I had gotten. They started getting some traction on uh, on the Four Horsemen book. And he was like, why would you do that when you could do it yourself? So these folks wanted something like 80%. And I just couldn't see giving up my hard-earned money to where, you know, hard-earned work along with the, the money that I had already invested in myself to have someone take 80% of something that I created. So I decided to, you know, I started asking questions about self-publishing and all this stuff. Some people would, you know, right. open up a little bit, but not, as we all know, a lot of folks don't give you information. So right. after a few bumps, um, you know, I got it done. I got it done. Ran into a couple of folks who gave me some very pertinent information. And uh, I moved on it. But it's very frustrating for a, a young author when they're actually trying to uh, publish their first book. And I, I always say this to a lot of folks. It does me no good holding the information. You know, it, it does right. me no good. So it's just better to, to, you know, to help folks out and show them the proper way of publishing that and, and getting it out into the marketplace. Absolutely, because you have a lot of authors who, you know, they run into those situations with people where, you know, they get bogus deals or they don't really know how to market their books and so forth. And so I want you to tell the folks out there, because I know we got a lot of people interested, how can you help people? Mm-hmm. People out there, they got a book, they want to market. How can they come to you for your services? Well, um, actually, Anthony and I, we were separate companies, and now we're actually one. Vibration Radio was Anthony, Taylor Kennedy Media, myself, and we formed Your Radio Networks. So within that platform, um, we welcome folks to contact us, and we'll help them and walk them through the process of publishing their own book, doing it through their own publishing companies. If they want to be published, uh, or they don't want to do the whole back-end deal, you know, I'll publish the books for them. I've published a couple of books uh, for some folks um, and working on two more authors that I'm actually publishing through Taylor Kennedy Media. But we'll walk them through the complete process along with promoting their product on a platform that we've created now that uh that actually uh let's say in a day's time probably around three to four thousand people visit. Right. Absolutely. 
And so, you know, looking back, um, and you mentioned earlier in the show some of the, the trials and, and tribulations um, that you went through, like, early on in your life. And so for you, um, at that moment when you were going through various things, um, did you feel that you would ever get to the place where you are now, you know, um, creating, um, you know, co-creating with Anthony, you know, your radio network, um, the app, and just seeing it and the whole platform progress, you know, did you ever have that vision back then uh, that, you know, you would be where you are now? Well, the vision came to me. I was in Atlanta at a book signing mm-hmm. um, mm-hmm. when my lungs collapsed. The vision was I didn't I didn't understand the vision before my lungs collapsed, but the moment my lungs yeah. collapsed and I was able to recover, and you know I, I got well, uh, those things started happening to me in, in, in warp speed. So I was sharing right. you know some of my stuff with Anthony and tell him, hey man, yeah. I think we should do this or we should go this route. So we combined the we combined the two. We didn't even make a big announcement of actually combining the the platform, but we just did it. Right. I brought the conversation right. over to Vibration Radio and ran mm-hmm. that for a while. And then uh, this whole app thing came up, and um, I still answered. I said, man, let's just do it. Let's just jump on it. And we were there with it, you know. So awesome. I didn't see the vision. I didn't see the vision until after um, my lungs collapsed. But once that happened, yeah. I was able to uh, – you know, gather the right folks around me and, and move in a, in a positive progression. Right. And, but before and I that, there was some bumps. Um, it was a whole bunch of bumps. Yeah, and I want to talk to you uh, before I bring Anthony in, and I want to talk about uh, a little bit about those bumps because a lot of times, you know, people have a lot of things that transpire, um, and, and you've talked about this openly on your shows, uh, marriage, divorce, mm-hmm. uh, you know, kids, the whole nine, um, and so people are constantly going through those things, you know, trying to trying to be that parent, they're co-parenting, uh, you know, trying to get that life going after divorce and all that. Um, and so sometimes people fall into a slump, you know, and they don't really mm-hmm. know how to get out of those situations. And so for you, how did you find yourself, um, you know, to be able to maneuver and get yourself out of those, you know, ruts, so to speak, um, to, to where you could just keep grinding? Well, the first, the first, uh, I'd say the first three years, uh, Kennedy was uh, was with me, so I was a single parent uh, in Michigan right. alone. Now you know right. I'm from New Orleans. I didn't mm-hmm. uh, have any family there, so uh, she kept me going for those first three years. But yeah. how I actually got past that pain was when I was seeing a, a doctor there in Michigan. Um, you know, I had some counseling I needed to go through. And, you know, a lot yeah. of folks in the black community, they'll shy away from that. But when you need help, yeah. you need help, period. Yeah. Yeah. So That's the right. guy asked me one day, he says, do you want to live or die? And I looked at him like, what are you talking about? And, you know, it didn't register with me until like a week and a half later what Dr. Towns was saying to me. He was like, do you want to live or die? So he was saying mentally die. He wasn't talking about physically mm. die. So mm. at that point yeah. – I love Kennedy so much to where I had to get help for myself in order for her to do better. So at that point, I left her with her mother, and I traveled south and moved to Houston. And mm-hmm. that's when I started seeing me come out of that dark tunnel, and I saw a little little bit of light at the end of the tunnel and started working toward mm-hmm. uh, that progression. And I hadn't even started writing on the chapter of the Delta, which is actually my best-selling book, and that's the book mm-hmm. about 
that relationship. Um, right. So it took me until, you know, bumping up to that, losing my family, and then losing my father. That's when I started seeing the light at the end of the tunnel. Even though I had those dark days, I could actually still see yeah. that light. Right. Right. Absolutely. Absolutely. Great, great points. And so uh, what I want to do is I know everybody keep hearing us talk about Anthony. And so we're going to bring in Anthony. Uh, that's Anthony Collins, you guys. He is the author, although he's not going to say that. He is the author of The Life in yeah, He ain't telling no books. <laughs> <laughs> Anthony, you there? <laughs> Anthony, can you hear us? Maybe he has us on mute. Okay. Okay. I'm a, I'm gonna see what Anthony's doing over there. But yeah, but um you know, and it's one of those things like a lot like you mentioned, um, even though going through so much and then people uh, you know, they get in those positions and, and they don't see that light and so forth. And so, um, for you, what was um what were some of the things uh, besides, you know, having that conversation uh with the gentleman on, you know, if you wanted to, you know, live or die, uh, what were other some other your motivations to just just keep going? Because like you mentioned, a lot of times, um, as people we, we, we like to self you know, we like to self heal ourselves and we don't always as you yeah. mentioned want to go get the therapy help or counselors, you know, help that we need. Um, and so we try to cure ourselves. Um, and so what were some things that you did personally just to kind of, you know, uplift yourself and keep yourself going? Did we lose your trait? Yeah, I'm having Trent, you there? I'm having, I'm having okay, I got you. <laughs> Go. What was the question? Okay. Yeah. So, what were some of the things like during those moments that you personally um, did to kind of you know boost yourself and give yourself um, you know just some confidence to just just not give up and to keep you know pressing forward. The one thing I the one thing I've uh, always done, and I credit a good friend of mine named Sybil Parrish out of Michigan who uh, reintroduced me to prayer and meditation because you know at I was in Michigan. I kind of lost my way because, you know, when you figure, you finally figure, oh, I've made it. I got the the, the nice house off the seven to the golf course. Got a beautiful wife, three car garage, and all these foreign cars. I mean, you kind of feel yourself at that point. So when I crashed and burned, I crashed and burned, and I was pretty much lost until Sybil reintroduced me to prayer and meditation. But it was something that I asked, asked in prayer and I meditated about and asked God to do for me. If I was going to leave my daughter to get this help, I needed him not to have this child who I was leaving when she was three years old. I had her from eight months to three years old. I asked him not to have this child forget me. I did not want this child to forget me. And, you know, I won't give away what happened in the book for this to, to take right. place, but they can actually check that out on Barnes and Nobles or anywhere, the chapter of Delta. But anyway, I asked him to have this child not forget me. So that was my driving force, me getting better to get back to my daughter. And mm-hmm. life has a way of coming full circle. You know, my daughter actually is going to be with me in the fall. So she's moving back with me in the fall. She's 11 years old. She was three when that took place. So God kept his promise. So for me, 
I had to, that was that was my driving force. That promise, I knew that he would he would actually keep his promise to me. So it was certain right. things that happened during that time span. You know, I would go to Michigan, and then when they moved to Phoenix, I'd fly over there to see him and back and forth and blah 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 and all this other stuff. But there were certain things within that where God allowed me to see that He was still working on my behalf. So that's what kept me going. That's what kept me to, you know, sane. And, 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 and focused and wanted to move toward that progression on that journey. Because as we know, right. we're going to get a lot of bumps and bruises, you know, on that right. on that highway. But it's how your mental is set up, man, to, for you to walk around that. Absolutely. Absolutely. And uh, we have a, a caller here on the line from the 770-LAST-5481. State your name and where you're calling from. Hey, hey, it's Melody S. out of Atlanta. How y'all doing? Hey, hey Melody, how you doing? I'm wonderful. I'm just enjoying the show, listening to Trent's um, journey, and it is it's very enlightening. Um, it's a positive thing, you know, to see such uh, such trials and tribulations and then to see the product of those trials and tribulations. So right, right. I just have one question. Okay. My question is, in all of the stuff that you were going through, did you ever once feel like giving up? Not one time. Not one okay. time. That was this moment over in uh, Wilmington Hills, uh, Michigan, when I was stopped by a police officer after uh, leaving Jay Alexander's. And I was known back then to just, you know, be the life of the party. So I had had a little mm-hmm. too much to drink. And uh, the police officer stopped me. And I never had seen this before coming from the South, but he gave me a ticket that I actually paid on site. He drove across the street with me in the car to pay the ticket. And as I paid the ticket, you know, I'm sitting there in the car. I just started crying right there, 12 mile and Farmington road. And in that moment, I was like, you know what? This is enough. Either you're going to kill yourself or you're going to get better. So that's the closest I've come to giving up, sitting in that car at that, you know, on 12 mile at Farmington Road. Yeah, it just, you know, it just came to me that I had to, I had to make a change. I had to change over. I couldn't allow, you know, what happened to me to eat away at me and just, you know, have my inner being deteriorate. So, right. you know, that's right. what you mean by giving up. That's the closest I've come to giving up, but. I've always had great confidence in myself, even before the tragedies. Yeah. Wow. Okay, well, that's a good answer, and it's actually um, inspiring for those, you know, people out there. You know, we all go through things. Like you said, we're all going to get hit with those, you know, those bumps in the road and those forks right. where we can choose left or right, you know, front or back. Um, so it's great to hear someone who's gone through so many different things to be able to come out of it on the other side, not even just come out of it on the other side, but come out of it on the other side stronger than you mm-hmm. were before. You right. know what I'm saying? Exactly. To be able to do everything that you do, um, you know, and for me, you know, working with you, for, you know, this is my first time hearing some of the things that you've gone through, and I have a, I definitely have a new respect, you know, for you. You know, hey, hey Melody, so you didn't respect me before. No, I'm just joking. <laughs> you know what? <laughs> and uh, and Beyonce.
Bianca. Hi, girl. Hey, how are you? <laughs> I'm wonderful. I just wanted to call in and support y'all, though. I'm, 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 I'm just going to sit back and listen. Okay, appreciate it. Appreciate it. Awesome, awesome, awesome. And um, I think, I mean, I mean, and Melody has a great point. I think also uh, when people hear our personal stories, um, especially I think as, as radio hosts, sometimes um, people, even as radio hosts, and, and some people um, may not look at that in a certain way, but sometimes people think that your life is just, Easy breezy, you know, like perfection. No, right? not at all. You you're doing radio and, and you're doing this and that and a third. And so, um, to be able to, you know, hear somebody's story of the challenges that they did go through, um, but they were still able to um put things in place, you know, those are the things that are right. able to um help people connect with you um more as well. And so, uh, what I wanna do is um I just wanna take a little break. Uh when we come back I want to um um, talk about um, the building of uh, an empire that's your radio network, you guys. So we're going to come back with more Trent Williams right here on the Beautiful Butterfly Show, you guys.
Welcome back, everyone, to the Beautiful Butterfly Show. I'm your host, Bianca Fly. We're joined live, you guys, tonight by a special guest, the one and the only Trent Williams, you guys. And before our music um, break, we talked about um, the process, the process of, of creating a platform. And so um, I think Anthony uh, actually got caught up uh, doing some work, but hopefully we'll be able to get him to come in here before the show ends. But um, let's talk about the um, the creating of, of course, blending, um, of course, uh, Taylor Kennedy Media, um, Vibration Radio, and a lot of people would probably think that most of us are in the same cities. In fact, we're not. We're, like, <laughs> spread it all around, you know what I'm saying? Anthony yeah. in Chicago, I'm in North Carolina, you in New Orleans. Uh, we got Sherry P. in Atlanta. We got uh, Brother Ramiel in California. We got... Um, Share, uh, um, Lisa, Lisa as well in Atlanta, and um, yeah. and so everybody spread amongst. And so, did you ever think that people <laughs> spreading so far apart will ever be able to come together and run what I actually can say a pretty smooth, a pretty smooth sailing ship? Um, actually, when 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 Anthony and I talked about it, um, I knew it was going to be. Uh, uh, you know, uh, a very smooth transition because of the person that he is and the type of energy that he attracts to him. I knew it wouldn't be, mm-hmm. you know, too much pushback from, from folks that we wanted to actually work with. So, you know, right. and to be honest with you, I'm not just saying this because I'm on the B-Fly show, but your name was actually at the top of the list to actually come along with us, you know. Mm-hmm. So I knew that it wouldn't be, you know, any issues because – you know, I, like you said, I've been on your show uh, once or twice, and you know, Anthony and I travel and work together, and he and I had a, have a great relationship. So I knew it was going to be a, a smooth transition once we we did all the uh, 
all the stuff out that needed to be weeded out. So right. I didn't have, right. I didn't, there was no doubt in my mind that this would be a very smooth transition. And I told Anthony before we went into the new year, I texted Anthony and, and Belisa. I said, we're going to win, you know, at the top of the year. You know, we're going to get that standalone service. Yeah. We're going to win. We're going to move into a studio, a real studio, where, you know, where we're actually housing everything. And we're going to, we're going to win. And exactly right. what was said, that's exactly what happened. Very smooth transition, but it takes, you know, it takes a team to actually get that done, a working team. Right. You know, so. Absolutely, absolutely. And one of the things um, that you guys are going to um, experience uh, with your radio network is that, I mean, we cater to just just about everyone. Um, all of our shows are very different uh, from one another, so I think that's a great thing as well. So when you go to conversations with Trent, and I can't forget, uh, she'll kill me if I don't include her name <laughs> on that show. Lisa Tillman Page is on. She is the host of <laughs> <laughs> with Trent. We can't leave her out of that. And so talk about that collaboration a little bit. What was it that you saw in Lisa that made you want to, you know, bring her on board um, and expand your platform even more? Lisa Lisa just had a good soul. She was, uh, you know, her integrity was very, very high, in my opinion. I've met her at a conversation event in Atlanta who actually she knew Anthony first. And um mm-hmm. we we all networked there in Atlanta and she took it upon herself to read at the uh at the event. Because sometimes you know they read from our books at the conversation events and we just kinda hit it off. She was doing some some um you know, she came on as a guest host uh, a couple of times and the chemistry just worked, man. She's a she's a beautiful soul. She's a great person, and I'm I'm proud to call her my friend. But um, right. it just worked. It just it just gelled. We've never had a disagreement. Um, she accepts me for who I am, and I know that I could be an actual handful. And she's mm-hmm. just a real good friend. And you know I can't say that you know uh, more about her with that one. She's just. It just right. works for us. The show works for us. Right. And every show that they listen to, you could tell that, you know, it's, the audience can tell that it's actually, we bring passion with it, and we genuinely mm-hmm. want to help people with right. no motives. Right. We don't have any motives with right. it. Right. Absolutely. It's it's one of those things, and I think pretty much all of us, all of us that are on the platform agree to um, not just get up here and talking. And, and it's no shade against, you know, people, you know, who have, <laughs> have shows. With they got a lot of my doing some hot air. But, <laughs> you know, but say, at the end of I'll the say day, it for you. Which <laughs> is true. Like, people just have shows and they talk about whatever. And some of it, you know, people can't really relate to. My thing is at the end of the day, I feel like if people take the time, to listen out to you, your program, uh, whether it's 15 minutes of your show, maybe, maybe they listen to the whole hour, hour and a half. Mm-hmm. Uh, I feel like if people take that time, give them something, give them something to leave the show with and say, you know what, I listen to right. a conversation with Trent. I listen to the B-Fly B- show. I listen right. to Conscious. You know, all these different shows, and I was you able know, to walk away with something, you know. And, and you know, and my thing, when, 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 when I was actually – Building the Taylor Kennedy side of uh, mm-hmm. of the platform, right? I really, really started wanting to help folks come out of their turmoils. 
let's just be honest mm-hmm. here. We're imperfect people living in an imperfect world. Everyone has issues. Right. Everyone. No right. one's excluded from this. You know, right. people attempt to put those masks on and think that everything's perfect. No, they, they're not perfect. But I want for folks to, when they come and they listen to your radio networks, whether it be Brother Ramiel, The B Fly Show, Sherry P, mm-hmm. Lisa, myself, Anthony, I want them to take something from that and grow on it, even if it hurts. Right. Even if it hurts. If we say something to, you know, that hurts, that means that we've actually struck a nerve there. Sometimes you have to right. dig a little deeper. You have to dig a little deeper to get in there. But that's the type of encouragement that needs to be had on a daily basis right. in this day and time to where that right. encouragement hurts sometimes. Absolutely. Uh, and the thing about it is I believe that um, in this business and in, in any business that you should be in, you should always, and you mentioned, you know, having that um, connection uh, with Lisa that, you know, just having somebody who accepts you for who you are. I think that a lot yeah. of times we, we meet people and we want to we want to change some things about them. Like, oh, you know, yeah. You you this this and that type of way, but I feel like sometimes when we just open ourselves up and allow people to just be them, you know, living, they, exactly. everybody should be able to live in their truth and, and, and you know, be able to come off in that manner. And and the crazy thing about it, to go back to a question that you asked earlier, did I know that it would actually work and gel with you guys, you know, bringing everything together? Honestly, like I said before, I do because it's like I've I've actually you know spend time on your show. I've talked to Brother Ramiel off there. I've talked to Sherry P. off there. And, again, I'll say this again. I know I could be a handful. Sometimes I'm a handful for myself. But you guys actually accept me for who I am, and we work well together. But when you go to putting change on a relationship, whether it be friendship, mm-hmm. business, mm-hmm. or anything, that, that relationship is going to dissolve over time. Right. But when you accept folks for who they are, hey, that's just be fly She's going to have a couple of questions on the conference call. You guys hear him throwing shade at me. Everybody on our team who on the conference call always throws shade because B-Fly be asking questions. But I'm always no told if you don't ask questions, you get no answers. So I That's have true. to ask questions and find out what's really going on. So. <laughs> that is. That is. That is. But, you know, in any, like I said, in any relationship, whether it be business or, or, or what have you, you have to allow that person to live freely. Anthony, I was talking about live freely. And, and, and friendships, you have to allow people to live freely, take those chains off, you know, and, and accept them for who they are. And if you can't, hey, maybe it's time to move forward and move on. Right, absolutely. And, um, and let's just talk about um, how important it is to, because, of course, you know, we have everybody um, that is, that's a part of your radio network. And so how important is it that you, you have people um, that are supporting you and have the vision that you have? Because, and the reason why I say that is because we find people that we connect with, and, and we, we think they are on board with with what we are on board with as well. And then later on the line we discover, ah, okay, we, we're kind of taking two different paths. Um, and so yeah. how important is it to make sure that people around you share the same vision that you have and have the same goal, you know, in mind? It's, a, it's extremely important 
and we'll have those folks, and we've all been down that road where we're traveling on this journey, and, you know, the guy in the back seat or the girl in the back seat, you know, they're secretly flattening your tires. So you have to stop every 10 miles to change your tire, not knowing they're poking holes in them. So it's extremely important that everybody in the car is going in the right direction and they see the same vision. So, you know, and I've had that happen to me, and I'm sure a ton of folks have had that happen to them. But it's, it's extremely important. Without it, you're not going to go anywhere. You're just spinning your wheels. If you're with a group of folks and nobody has the vision or nobody's seeing the vision, it's, you know, it's on the road to nowhere. That's why this right. transition was so smooth. That's why everything ran so smooth. And, I mean, come on, we're actually streaming through our own platform on our own app daily, 24 hours a day. That's something that Anthony and I have spoken to existence, and everyone that's with us are supposed to be in the car with us. Because when we presented right. it to you guys, everything just went through. No hangups except for those questions in the notepads, you know? Right. You missed that shade. Absolutely. <laughs> <laughs> absolutely, absolutely, you guys. Man, um, I hope you guys are definitely catching these nuggets um, that Trent Williams is uh, sharing on the show tonight. And um, I-, I wanted to talk about um, um, as we, you know, start to create uh, what is your vision? When you look at uh, your radio network and you have so many, like, just, just awesome. I, I, you know, I have to brag on, on my folks. You got so many awesome people, and everybody is bringing something different to the table. Uh, what is your, um, at the end of the day, what is your vision? What is your goal um, to see um, why our end uh, go to the next level um, in radio? Yeah, our, next, uh, our next stop will be satellite radio. So we're going to take mm-hmm. the platform to satellite radio. Um, I said that like early on when Anthony and I on the early stages and we're trying to actually find a place to house the platform. Um, this is probably like maybe a year and a half ago um, that we were talking about this. So satellite radio is the next stop for us. You know, I think that we have uh, enough quality programs that we could actually present to these guys and um, and move forward with that. So I see okay. straight satellite radio. And before that, we're going to make sure, Anthony and I are going to make sure to everyone else that we have uh, the advertising in place when we go to these folks. You know what I'm saying? So mm-hmm. when we go there, we'll have a bargaining chip. And right now, if, if you guys are, are streaming through the desktop or, or through your app, you'll see that we got some nice advertising going on there, from Home Depots to GMC to Verizon and all these folks. Mm-hmm. Okay. Awesome, 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 awesome. And, uh, of course, um, if other folks out there who are listening, um, I, I want you also to talk about, um, uh, because we all have um, supporters who, who listen to the show and, and you talked um, as well about the number of people um, who have um, supported you on your journey as well. And so um, what is that What is that like to to be able to um, have people reach out to you um, who are supportive, um, not just of, of your show, but the network, and just seeing you grow in general, um, and for people to see your growth, because a lot of times we have people in our lives who, you know, they see our growth, but they ain't going to let us know. 
You know, right. it's like I'm not I'm not gonna I'm not gonna tell Trent that he's doing good this week. <laughs> I'm just not yeah. gonna tell him. I, you know, I see he's doing things, but I'm just not. So, you know, how yeah. how you know how does that feel to have people just openly and genuinely? I would say that definitely genuinely come to you um, and let you know the the growth um, that they have seen, um, not just only of you, but on um, the process of the network as well. It's a it's it's you know it's it's a natural high, of course. Uh, when you when you get your accolades, uh, when folks are congratulating you on your progression and and your growth, um, it's it's extremely it's it's a, it's a it's a natural natural high. But I tend to not try and and um, look at the support or or look at the like button and and all of this other right. things because that's right. a stumbling block in itself. When you're constantly mm. looking for folks for you know approval or hey how did I yeah. do? You know, the moment Absolutely. you open your mouth and you say, how did I do, you've lost. You've walked two steps backwards. So mm. I tend to continue to move forward. And, you know, if they if they say it, they say it. There's, there there are some folks that actually call and, and congratulate and, and who say, hey, man, you know, I see you guys moving and good stuff there. But let's just be honest and fair. There's a lot of people that will never give you your proper due you know, on, right. on anything that you do in life. So I'm not moved right. by that at all. You're talking to a guy that wrote two books based on two separate books based on his family and based on his ex-wife. And I didn't mm-hmm. care about what they thought when I wrote that either. So, and, you know, I'm glad you brought that up about, you know, getting accolades and people saying hey, nice work, but with them, they didn't like it when I did it. And these are my family yeah. members. Now they're on board, and I made a promise to them that, hey, I could give you this book now, but you're not going to read it, throw it to the side, and, man, pass me another diary. Now you want to sit and talk to me. <laughs> I'll still have that right. conversation with you, but I'm going to remind you that I told you I was that dude when I was doing it. Right. You know, so, right. and, and, and that's not being arrogant. That's not being arrogant. Right. That's just, I, it's no holds bar for me. I let a person know mm-hmm. I don't need a superficial praise, you know, because it it, mm-hmm. it ends up empty at the end of the day. Yeah. If someone wow. gives me a superficial praise or if someone giving someone, anyone else, a superficial praise, it's going to end up empty at the end of the day because it makes no deposits in the bank. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And that's one of the things, and I like that, uh, superficial praise, because um, a lot of times we have people um especially especially with social media um you know uh mm-hmm. you know people people will definitely you know give you kudos but in in, in other ways they're not really giving you kudos they they kind right. of throwing shade and, and and coming up with their own hidden agenda so sometimes it's kind of hard to tell um you know what you're getting from people and so that's why mm-hmm. uh you know you just have to keep it authentic with people and that's one of the things especially exactly. like when you when you when you meet people, um, and uh, you know, having people, um, and I had my good friend, um, Oliver Reed on, and me and him got to meet, um, actually a couple months ago, and so he was like, you know, yo, you B five is the same person, the same person you get, you right. know, on the radio, it's the same person you get in person, so that's why I think it makes it so, per- you know, to be relatable, um, and to just be genuine exactly. with who you are, because at the end of the day. Somebody definitely, you know, going to pull your coattail and say, hey. Exactly. You know, like, you know, what's you know, going on with you, sir? You know, it was so funny. When I first started blogging the conversation, because conversation with Trent was a straight, it was a blog uh, about seven years ago. It was a blog site. Right. 
And when I first started talking about moving away from social media as far as the Facebooks and all that stuff, people thought I was crazy. Like, that'll never work. You're talking about moving an entire platform away from social, you know, from from the Twitter world and the the uh, Instagrams and Facebooks and all that stuff. That's crazy. Well, it wasn't Instagram back then. It was just Facebook. And they thought it was crazy, but here it is. We're sitting on an app that we're talking through. Yeah. You understand what I'm saying? So, yeah. and for the folks out there, for for the for the authors or for someone who has a, a brand or a product that they believe in, it may not take. Mm-hmm. You know, it may it may take more than that first year. You know what I'm saying? Right. So, if you're looking for that yeah. superficial praise, that's not going to work for you. I, I spoke right. this into existence seven years ago. Right. And here we are now. So you have to be persistent, consistent, and wake up every morning saying, nothing's going to stop me, period. Not mother, father, brother, sister, friend, nobody. And you're going to get roadkill on the way. You know, that that's what any successful business or any person moving toward progression and moving toward their destiny. You're going to have a lot of roadkill. Right. Meaning you're going to have right. people that are there for a season, you know, whether Absolutely. you get stay stuck there in that season, that's on you. But when this season is up, your inner being is going to tell you that season is up. That time is up. You have to continue on your path and you have to have tough skin and you have to, you're going to get to where people are criticizing and all this. Uh, Trent's a mess. Trent's this, Trent's that. But what they can't say is Trent stopped. I only slowed up to push him out. <laughs> absolutely, absolutely. And uh, what I want to do is uh, I want to take um, a quick break. We're going to come back, you guys. And uh, if you're on the phone lines, feel free to call in. Time in the number three four seven three two six nine one three nine. And we're going to take um, a little short break. And we're going to come back with more of Trent Williams, you guys, right here on the Beautiful Butterfly Show. All right, you guys, it seems all talk no, um, doesn't really want to <laughs> go with the flow uh, tonight, but nevertheless, we are going to uh, keep it rolling, you guys. And uh, I think we got things going, so we're going to go ahead and, and get things uh, rolling with our commercial break. So we'll be right back. <laughs> hey, y'all, it's Coach Michelle Jackson. And when I'm not busy coaching, motivating, or writing, I listen to Bianca Fly on the Beautiful Butterfly Show. Bianca Fly takes me high on the Beautiful Butterfly Show. This poem is dedicated to all you Rita and Katrina evacuees. It's called Revelation. Tonight, I'm going to let the truth be Life a trip Mother Nature just passed through and destroyed our community Broke the dam and not in order than the 27 feet Now we're being labeled as Rita and Katrina refugees Whoa 
shame He left us out here to die Because he never sent any aid Because the color of our skin Our rescue was delayed People still dying It's been about three or four long days Our hearts are filled with pain Save ourselves I'm trapped inside the attic And can't even get a breath to breathe Others standing on top of their roof They had no way to leave And those who got free Courageously helped other families Bravery Deliver us I'm in a day of the toxic water and I have nowhere to go. Can't stop mourning dead bodies floating all around in O. God answered my prayer. I finally see a rescue boat. I'm banging, banging on the window. Now it's screaming S-O-S. No time for prejudice. Everybody's going crazy because it's taking too long to rescue us. S-O-S. Take a deep breath. Say a prayer and let it go. The block is packed. Thieves are stealing out the stores that don't know how to act. Rapists are prowling, finding young women and children to attack. Serial killers and hustlers' minds going out of whack. The police are under attack. Horror and disgust. So many criminals were released, don't know who to trust. The police left to save their lives. No one left to help defend us. Everybody's still dying and crying behind the lack of medication. Bereavement and devastation. Despondency. I'm in survival mode, gotta do what I can to save my family. But you separated us before we had a chance to think civilly. I'm in a shelter and I still see little children being raped in front of me. I'm throwing up constantly. Rage and dismay. Everybody's been donating thousands of dollars every day. But where is all this money going? Still don't have a place to stay. Can't sleep, don't know if my baby's alive or in another state. Can't concentrate. Now we're screaming S.O.S. No time for prejudice. Everybody's gone crazy because they take it too long to rescue us. S.O.S. Take a deep breath. Say a prayer and let it go. Exasperation. Blackening out, taking too much toxins, having hallucinations. Haven't eaten in days and you're asking for identification? The air and everything surrounding us is filled with contamination, urine and defecation, neglect and death. A couple of G's is going to bring my child back from the dead. I don't need your sympathy. You should have responded quicker instead. Now I'm filled with rage and you question my character. You must be insane. I have fire in my veins. Help us today. It's been about five or six long, hot, agonizing days. And there still are people out there just waiting to be saved. Not enough buses and rescue boats. I'm out of things to say. Oh God, let us pray. Dear Heavenly Father, please give me the strength to stay strong and have a peace of mind. Help me to find different positive ways to utilize my time. Lord, I lost a piece of my soul. It's going to be hard for me to cope. But even though my baby died, I still have faith in the resurrection hope. My faith will be entrusted to you until the last breath that I breathe. I pray all of this through your son and reigning king. When the massive wave hit tsunami, you were there immediately to help save these people's lives. But with Katrina hit New Orleans, Mississippi, and Alabama... Our race and poor social status became an issue as we were left out there to die. Even other hostile countries felt sympathy responded quicker and offered us millions of dollars to help save our lives. But you refused their donation. Why? Because to you, saving your pride was an even exchange for letting our people die. Broadcasting on national television, our people were losing their lives. The fact still remains. 
because of our race and poor social status, our rescue was detained. No matter how much you try to fix it, and no matter how much you try to hide, this is my revelation, and that's the bottom line. Yeah, I said it, and I'm not taking it back. Welcome back, everyone, to the Beautiful Butterfly Show. I'm your host, Bianca Fly, and that was Revelation from um, author and poet, Anitra Hall, you guys. Uh, she was born and raised, actually, in, in uh, New Orleans. Uh, she now is up there in Houston, Texas, so big shout-out to Anitra Hall uh, for that um, good piece as well. Um, did you enjoy good that, stuff. Trent? Oh, yeah, I was actually going to ask you uh, where that girl was from. <laughs> down absolutely absolutely so of course um wrapping up i i just want to tell you um um for the folks out there um who are who do you know so a lot of people have a vision to create something um challenges get in the way life itself um gets in the way what would be um, Trent's words of, of, of empowerment to those out there on getting on this journey to progression. A lot of us, you know, we have dreams, we have aspirations, but some of us just stay in park. We don't always put it in drive and, and, and get it going. Um, so what would be um, your words of, of motivation and encouragement to those people who have a dream, um, but they, you know, they, they are pushing it like they need to they need to just wake up with their purpose. Mm. Wake up with their purpose. I always hear people yeah. talk about purpose, 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 purpose. Yeah. Wake up with your purpose, not B-Fly's purpose, not my purpose, yeah. not Anthony's right. purpose or Lisa's purpose. Wake up with your purpose. Consistent, consistent, persistent, persistent. Mm-hmm. That's the only way that mm-hmm. you can actually start to move that car, move that vehicle, move that wagon, move that train. You have to be consistent with what you're doing. If you aspire to be the next garbage collector, you wake up to be the best damn garbage collector there is. Right. You're doing something. If that's what you aspire to do, you aspire to mm-hmm. be you to work at McDonald's. You make the best fries in, on the planet. Aspire to do that. Be the best that you can be. Not the best that, uh, you know, that Trent can be. Be the best you can be. Mm-hmm. Right. You know, and stay yeah, focused absolutely. on that. I find that we fall short when we start, when we tell folks about our visions and um, our purpose and all that stuff. If it was a mm-hmm. vision meant for a bee fly to know about, you know, that vision would have came to her as well. <laughs> so we don't have to talk about it. Just be yeah. about it. You know, yeah, and, and the thing about it is you speak through your actions. Never say what I'm going to do. Those I'm going to people are going to always be the folks standing on the sideline having those $2.13 conversations about you because you're mm-hmm. actually moving. Right. So right. stay away from the Absolutely. I'm going to folks. Very true. And, and I like the way you, you talk about that, um, about sharing your vision, because oftentimes, and um, Anthony, um, you know, he, he speaks often as well about, um, you know, keeping his circle very small, very small, very yeah. tight, 
um, and only sharing certain things with certain people. And it's so important with that because a lot of times people hear your vision, it's like, oh, let me jump on that, you know. And so before yeah. you know it, somebody has taken your vision and ran with it, and you think you're like, have okay, to understand, well, though. you know. They have to understand. Even even with the folks that I've, I've been, you know, I've done that. I've told folks my vision and all that stuff. But what you have to mm-hmm. understand, when you have a great vision, and even if you, you're vulnerable enough to tell folks your vision before you actually yeah. get, you know, get that journey started, just remember, mm-hmm. carbon copies fade over time. Mm. Right. Absolutely. Absolutely. And, and the vision may not be as great as they want it to be, you know, because it was your, especially if it was your vision from the beginning. Um, because exactly. if, if it's your vision from the beginning, it's not going to be as great because they, you know, they don't have the entire entire scoop of, of, of how that vision should be uh, should be manifested. So uh, I definitely agree with that. Man, uh, I've definitely had a great time chatting with you tonight. And, of course, I know you got several books out there. And uh, we definitely want people to purchase them and all that good stuff. Tell the folks where they can go uh, to not only contact you, but also to purchase your book. Um, actually, go to taylorkennedymedia.com. That's K-E-N-N-E-D-I-E, media.com. Or they could actually just go to Barnes and & Nobles, and uh, they'll, they'll be able to get the Four Horsemen book, Chapter the Delta, Conversation with Trent, Life, Little Addictions, um, and actually, I've been I kind of put the uh, the quote book, and actually Anthony and I uh, finished the, um, that we kind of just put on the side for a second. So we're going to be working on those uh, those books um, and pushing them out to bring them forward. But once this uh, platform started moving forward, uh, a couple of those projects, you know, had to take a a backseat to uh, to push uh, you know the vision forward. So that you know, because this is bigger than Anthony and myself. So. But anyway, yeah, you can get those books. The, you know, all those books at BarnesandNoble.com. Pick, make sure you guys pick up Anthony's book as well, because he won't promote that book for nothing in the world. So, <laughs> y'all, y'all make sure y'all pick that up. Life is outstanding. Yeah, and actually, his yeah, website, it is a phenomenal book. <laughs> it is. It really is. It really. I don't know what's wrong with that boy, man. Yeah. I don't know what's wrong with that boy. But uh, his website should be going live. In the next uh, two weeks, I'm working on that, and uh, we're going to be pushing that out there. His uh, personal website will be back up and running in the next couple of weeks. Awesome. There. Yep. Awesome. Good stuff. Awesome. 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 Appreciate you, B-Fly. Awesome. Absolutely. It's definitely um, a pleasure having you here on the show as well. And so, of course, I definitely know I'll be talking with you soon, and I hope you have a, a great rest of your evening. Oh, good. Oh, good. Y'all guys download that app, YRN 1328. Oh, and the 1328, a lot of folks was asking about that. The 13 is okay. uh, is my birthday. The 28 is Anthony's. YRN 1328. There you have it. There you go. <laughs> All right, Trent. Thank you for coming on. I appreciate you, lady. All right. All right, you guys, that was Trent Williams. Make sure you guys uh, connect with him on social media as well, Trent Williams, you guys. Conversations with Trent, with him and the very own Lisa Tillman Page, you guys. And I want to tell you guys, uh, Lisa uh, went out to an event, um, an event put on uh, Let Your Voice Be Heard. And I actually um, may get Lisa to call in here um, actually on Thursday um, to give us the inside scoop on how that whole event went. Um, she met with some awesome people, met some awesome performers and poets. Um, Let Your Voice Be Heard, a sexual assault awareness 
benefit, um, which YRN 1328 was a sponsor of, um, in Decatur, Georgia, put on by no other than Kenyatta York, you guys. Um, so big shouts out to Lisa for um, covering, representing to the fullest for your radio network. Uh, she did a fantastic job, and she looked good, y'all. She was working it in them pictures, so y'all make sure uh, y'all check her out as well. And so just want to tell everybody thank you for tuning in tonight. We definitely appreciate you guys who have been on the phone lines listening or are listening via the app um, or through your computer and so forth. So we definitely appreciate you guys. Uh, make sure you drop, guys. Come and check us out, the Beautiful Butterfly Show, this Thursday, you guys. We got Andrea Johnson uh, from Philadelphia. She's going to be coming on, and we're going to be talking about HIV um, and AIDS in 2016. Um, And you guys will actually get to hear um, Andrea's personal story um, of of dealing uh, with AIDS on a day-to-day basis. So this is not, you know, a statistic. I mean, we will share statistics, but it's not just going to be a story of people. You're going to actually hear a live story of a woman um, who contracted um, AIDS and how that came about and how she lives with it daily, you guys. So you guys don't want to miss this show. I'm telling you, um, it's going to blow your mind. It's going to be enlightening. It's going to be informative. You will walk away uh, with a different perspective uh, on things, I guarantee you. So make sure you guys tune in for that as well. Going on this Thursday at 6.30 p.m. Eastern Standard Time right here on your radio network. So with that said, you guys, we're going to cruise on out of here. It's such a pretty day here in North Carolina. So we're going to cruise on out of here. I'll see you guys Thursday. You guys have a great night.